It's the blackout. What's up, everybody? On today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, both Jared and Jay got their COVID shots this week. Perk shots. We're going to talk about some shots, though. Superpowers unite. Shoot them shots. All skeet, skeet, skeet. All this and more on today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Pew, 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 pew. Or should I say shots, 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. And welcome back again to episode 182 of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Cien ochenta y dos en español, I think. I'm Jared. What up, people? <coughs> Damn, that came out wrong. Like, I'm going to do puberty. Uh, what up, people? I'm Jay. What up, people? Yeah. <laughs> We're back at it again. That morning... That morning uh, mucus voice. Morning voice, yeah, yeah. Mucus in the throat. Like morning hands inside your throat. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, man, how's it going? How, how was your week? <laughs> the week was all right. Just a uh, same old thing. I think yeah. the, the highlight was getting my shot yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I was still on the fence about it. I didn't yeah. 100% know I wanted to get it. I was just going to wait. Yeah, waited out because I got word that hey, I'm probably not going even have to return to work. I could do my work from home now, mm-hmm. so that'll be a great thing. I could save more money. Don't have to send these kids to daycare. Mm-hmm. Just pick them up straight after school and save three hundred dollars a week. Yeah, so, man. Oof. Cool. Yeah, that that'd be good to save. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, my week was. Uh, my week was. Shot filled at the beginning. I got my first shot, Moderna, uh, earlier at, earlier in the week, and then um, yeah, then uh, not much in between other than uh, you know going to a uh, steak cookoff barbecue competition yesterday and judging. So that was fun. Nice. I had a good time, and uh, yeah, it was really cool because uh, they had okay. So there's three categories this time around. Uh, steak, which they judge, you know, which they uh, have to cook a ribeye steak, uh, you know, to certain criteria. Uh, we had um, tacos uh, of any kind, uh, and then also, uh, what's the last one, seafood, right? Any kind of seafood, anything. So, yeah, the I, I got to judge tacos, and I got to judge the steak, uh, you know, categories, and it was it was tough, man. It was pretty tough. Pretty tough. The state category, there's a lot of really good uh, competitors and entrants in there. Uh, and the taco category, just the same. Uh, the taco that won was a Chaco taco, right? Um, that sounds so, like a dessert. Man. Well, yeah, it, it, it had to be a taco. It, it didn't say, it didn't ha- uh, matter if it was dessert or savory, you know? Okay. So um, it just had to be something con- something that stood for a taco shell with you know, stuff Something inside. inside. Yeah, yeah it, but it could not be like a taco salad, right? So, yeah, it was really good taco. I think it was a, it was a waffle cone shell with, um, with like some kind of cookies and cream. Like, I don't know, it tastes like a homemade cookies and cream ice cream inside, and it was dipped in chocolate, mm-hmm. topped with, I mean, topped with crushed peanuts. Like it was nice. simple, but it was freaking delicious. I had a bad joke about taco, but and, I ain't gonna even mention it. <laughs> okay, 
Uh, and then, uh, and then, really, the the, the coolest part was um, one of my barbecue friends. His wife actually entered the contest uh, along with their daughter. Entered the contest because this guy he's already won a trophy. So she was like, "I bet I could enter the contest and win a trophy." Well, she ended up winning first place. The wife did, and first place gets you a golden ticket to go to the World Championship in Fort Worth, Texas, mm. uh, which is happening next year. Um, so yeah, man. I mean, they 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 got the they got the golden ticket. They they won some cash off of that, and uh, yeah, man, they get to go to Funky Town next year for the championship to win. For the Choco Wars. Taco, or was it something else? That was the Choco Taco that won. Yeah, it was pretty. It was hey, man. It was it was so good. And actually, he made a really good uh, taco as well. Um, he made a, I think he made two different tacos, and and uh, I got to judge one of them uh, as it came by my table and it was really good. it was another dessert taco so uh-huh. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah so do they do they have good t- like actual uh, mm, i don't want to say authentic taco places but taco taco places in utah like some decent ones come on g they got they got like okay well let's put it like this. Let's <laughs> you never like know this. somebody could have migrated up there yeah let, let's put it like this there is there are there, okay, so you know how you go to the to like the hood in the DFW area, and you see like those little like hole in the wall grease grease spoon street you know, taco, taco places. places. Yeah, yeah. There's there's places like that that okay. are good. Uh, there's a couple of food trucks that are also really good, mm-hmm. and then there's like I think there's I, I would only say like two restaurants that I've tasted, but I know that there's more that actually serve some good tacos, but they're more like craft tacos. Uh, you know, like I don't know, just sort of like chef-inspired tacos, not like authentic, you know, Mexican. So tacos. kind of like a torchies or uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So one of yeah, places. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. So there's a place here called Taqueria Twenty Seven uh, that has really good tacos, and then uh, also the other one that is like authentic, like straight out of Mexico, is called uh, Puerto Vallarta Grill or something like that. Puerto Vallarta Cantina. I've been there before. Man, that stuff is good. That stuff is so good. It's like it's like crack. It's a little hole in the wall joint. Mm-hmm. You would never you, you would look at this place and be like, man, did that used to be a Arby's or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. But yeah, there, there's not there is, but there isn't. We'll just say it like that. But there's nothing compared to back home. You already know that. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Yes, indeed. But cool. yeah, man, it was it was other than that, man, it was it was a, it was all right week. Not much to complain about. So. Yeah, so let's see here. So a couple things, because I know Jay has a story about his shots that he wanted that he said he started to think about. But before we get to that, uh, we have decided uh, when we want to do our anniversary show, uh, just so we can start putting that out there and see if we could get anybody else on to join with us and have a good time. <laughs> so we're gonna go May twenty fourth. Uh, I'm sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. April twenty fourth. Dang. Yeah, no, April 24th. It's really CP time. Right? CP time? No, April 24th, uh, you know, which is the weekend after the official anniversary date. Um, so we're going to go that day. We'll go uh, 6 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Mountain, 4 p.m. West Coast, and 7 p.m. East Coast. So there's your time zones. Uh, we're going to put it in. We're going to do a live Zoom show and record that. Uh, while um, you know, and we're gonna invite whoever of you guys who want to hop on the show with us. So, yeah. 
Yeah, so we're going to be, be the most randomest of random people. Yeah, hopefully Random Rob gets on there because he's talking, telling me trying to, to, to come to Texas for that WrestleMania. Yeah, we man. Talked to him about that, but you should come, dude. That would be fun. But yeah, man, so yeah, so we're excited to finally uh, have the date for that and time for that. And even more excited to have the people on the show with us uh, that we know and love that rock with us. So we appreciate that. Cool. Yeah. Sounds fun. Yes, indeed. Sounds like it's going to be a blast. going to be a blast. <laughs> it'd be, it'll it'd be, be a shame if it's just us two. <laughs> hey, you know, it's probably going to be. And hey, it's be yeah, happy. it's cool. It's cool. We'll make it happen as yeah. we always do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's all good. All good. And uh, as we always do as well, we got some voicemails. Mm. So, Jay, why don't you tell the people where they can leave us a voicemail? Where and or when how? and why and how and how all those things as I search for my open PDF with all our contact info because I can't remember it off top. 3853BLAKPC or 385325. 2572 is where you can give us a call leave us a little voice mail email mm-hmm. let us know what you up to let us know if you got that shot 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 yeah uh, and if you want to be on the show or maybe you could just leave us some what's up happy anniversary uh, email there and we'll play it on the show mm-hmm. or maybe we won't but most likely we will. We definitely probably will. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, yeah, all right, cool. So, yeah, so first up, we got a couple voicemails today. So, first up, three, two, one, and. Friends from Padre. Gentlemen, friends from Padre. It is your high yellow fella <laughs> from Maryland where the weather is mellow. No, nah, that don't work. That don't work. No. But anyway, it's Jay Don Agro here. And I wanted to answer your question about Cinderella stories. And honestly, I couldn't believe you guys overlooked this. But uh, unironically, I guess, that would be the one, the only. Little Nas X is a Cinderella story. Considering he bought Uh, the beat from his friend for like 50 bucks hmm. and put the song together. And then there was that whole campaign behind it that he recognizes country music and Mm. everything that happened with the guy as a result of him just already pretending to be a country singer so that (laughs) That looks like a cinderella story that is very i really can't think of any others because i'm watching the ncaa tournament championship game right here and cinderella gonzaga is getting that ass handed to him but that's neither here nor there it could be a whole different story by the time the show airs nonetheless good looking out He's out <laughs> He is absolutely right. Yeah. We completely overlooked it as much as we've been talking about this dude the uh, past couple of episodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, well, yeah. It's perfect Cinderella story. Yeah, it makes sense, man. It makes sense. Uh, and really, a lot of the, a lot of the, you know, musicians are pretty much Cinderella stories. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. if you think about it. Yeah. Because, um, you know, either they, either like, you know, like, uh, Jay Del Negro said there. Yeah. Thank you, Jay Del Negro. By the mm-hmm. way, Don't Judge Me podcast. Go check them out. Him and Nigel uh, with the wave cap. Uh, so, yeah, man. Um, most of, uh, you know, most of them, I think, are Cinderella stories because, you know, like in this case, Lil Nas X, you know, like bought a beat and made a song and it just caught and hit, you know. 
there's a lot of one hit wonders out there that are Cinderella style stories. And uh, I mean, would we call Lil Nas X a one hit one hit wonder? At this point now, no. Uh, you don't think so? No, because he's still in pretty still, much in the limelight, kind of. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's still uh, he's still uh, talked about. I guess he's not yeah. like not like Chumbawamba who did that tub dumping way back in the day, mm. and that was pretty much all you heard from them. So, yeah, That's but true. yeah, he he flipped that over into a very short country career, or maybe it's still going. I'm not sure uh, what he is. I don't know, but, but he's so. Tens of millions of mm-hmm. copies of that single. Hey, that old town road. I'm gonna tell you what, man. The beat was banging. Like he didn't really say much in the song. It's whatever, but the beat was pretty dope. So mm-hmm. that's why it hit. But yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, yeah. Just like he said, you know, definitely a Cinderella story. That makes sense. Um, you know, we'll see if his if his glass slipper, you know. <laughs> ever falls off and breaks even though i think it's it's getting on shaky ground right now with this mischief shoe uh because nike sued mischief and and um uh and you know there's all kinds of fallout from that so yes yeah, so i don't know i don't know, I don't know. and yeah then him talking about gonzaga uh being in the championship uh and yeah baylor ended up being gonzaga uh you know which i don't like to say because i don't like baylor but Gonzaga used to be the Cinderella, yeah, of the net, of the uh, basketball tournament, and I don't know the past like you know several years they've they've been really good and they actually won a tournament a couple years ago. So they they are the Cinderella that got married to the prince, and now you know they always get invited to the ball. They don't have to scrub floors anymore. Oh, I mean they were undefeated this year until the championship and they lost. So you know. Mm, mm, mm. Cinderella got her bag you know what I'm saying that's so funny that's thank funny. you thank you Mr. Del Negro Mr. of the Del black Negro. I think that's what that means in Spanish right he'll have to let us know yes the black J <laughs> yes indeed alright here we go and number two three two one what's up hashtag blackout podcast it's your cousin Mr. Steve 99 I was having some downtime. um while I'm here in Jacksonville, Florida, and uh, I rode my bike from Memphis to Jacksonville, Florida, straight through. Ran through some storms, ran through some traffic jams. It was quite eventful, but I'm here for the all-female ride here. And uh, I'm hearing a lot of DMX music. I mean, like a lot, you know. So I just found out he passed today, and I'm with one of my sisters, uh, my sisters and she's a nurse and we were discussing when a person's addicted to drugs and his heart was just tired you know he, I didn't know he had been in like a detox thing or he had been doing some time for tax stuff and so he was kind of off the drugs but then got back on it and his heart I guess couldn't take you know a lot but that's what I'm hearing but uh rest in peace um I feel like I got my stimulus check, y'all. I gave up on it. <laughs> I enjoy my life. And like I said, I'm having some downtime. And um, I'm going to call you back in a minute and tell y'all what happened to me riding. And it's blowing, it has blown my mind. So I'm going to take another sip of this
All right, that's it. And yeah, thank you for that voicemail, Kayla. Uh, sounds like she had a good time traveling down to Florida. Mm-hmm. I think she'd probably be traveling back today because she just left that message a couple days ago. Um, but yeah, and stay safe on the road for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's interesting. We'll have some DMX talk here in a minute. Um, but yeah, it's interesting, you know, what she was saying about uh, the heart, uh, you know, not being able to take uh, any more, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, any more stress. So yeah. it definitely makes sense. And yeah, she said she's gonna call us back, but she didn't call us back. So maybe that's the rock took her out for the night. <laughs> <laughs> so all good. Uh, thank you all very much for those voicemails. Uh, and y'all know where to find the voicemails again. So, uh, yeah, before we get into more of the show, we might as well, uh, for sure, talk about Darkman X uh, and his passing. Um, You know, his passing uh, this week. Uh, Yeah, you know, he passed on Friday and it was, uh, what, uh, heart complications due to the drug overdose? Mm -hmm. That's from my understanding, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sad situation, man. how much DMX music, if any, did you listen to? Uh, I mean, in the early days, like back in high school, I had his first three albums. So mm-hmm. I guess in the beginning, I was I was pretty much a a fan to a certain point. But I'm not gonna say I'm like is a huge fan mm-hmm. uh, like a lot of other you know people out there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I had my favorite songs, favorite features that that he was on uh, back in the mm-hmm. day. But you know, sometimes, just through the years, I just kind of fell off from his music. Maybe I wasn't checking for him as much anymore. Yeah. But yeah. you know, beside the point, you know, um, those days I, I did enjoy his music for the for the things, the I guess the passion that he brought uh, when he was rapping in his lyrics. Uh, yeah, you know, it was just something unlike a lot of other people that was that was out at that time so yeah yeah, yeah it was a definitely a, a weird situation hearing him overdose in the hospital and in the hospital and then all that sudden mm-hmm. that that changed a hey exit dead you know yeah man crazy 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 mm-hmm. um yeah i remember uh back back when uh you know he was uh you know obviously putting out music a lot i listened to uh, you know, a bit of his music, I would say. I had, uh, I think I had the album It's Dark and Hell is Hot. Uh, mm-hmm. I had, um, and then there was X, and then I also had, uh, 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 you know, that Rough Riders, um, yeah. you know, that Ride or Die Volume 1, yeah, yeah, the compilation which he was on, but, you know, it was really, well. yeah. really to bring up his people. And then, um, yeah, man, and so, so you know, I think I had some singles from Flesh in My Flesh. This might have been back when you could just download music like <laughs> the Wild Wild West. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, uh, I guess there's some I, I want to say about the Rough Riders anthem in a minute. But, you know, looking at some of those songs, I mean, I would say, you know, the Rough Riders anthem, I used to love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let me see. Get at me, dog. Uh, and one of my favorite ones was, um, one of my favorite ones was "How's It Going Down?" Because mm-hmm. it was always funny. Because I think let me let me see when this when was this released. It was 1998. So I think "How's It Going Down" came out like when I was dating a girl and found out that she was like messing around with somebody else. 
And that's pretty much like, that's pretty much how this song starts out. You know, it's like a gall, a dude, you know, calling yeah. his girl be like, you know, trying to find out, you know, who she's messing with. So I, I remember loving that song and, and uh, just the beat. And I mean, I, I've been listening to, you know, a lot of his music like the past couple of days, but I keep going back to that song. Um, yeah, brings back memories for yeah, you, right? definitely brings back memories, yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to think. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. I remember slipping. I used to let. I used to like that one. Um, but then, uh, yeah, that was one of my. That was one of my favorite songs. But then I'm looking and, and yeah, um, yeah, it's just a rough riders anthem. I used to love that song. So yeah, yeah, it, it's it's really sad, uh, you know, to hear him go. But you know, I think it's also good. Um, the good thing is about it is you know you get to go and listen to a lot of this music that bring back mm -hmm. memories. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's an unfortunate situation. But then again, this is one of those other situations where you look and you see somebody that, you know, who was iconic, who, who, uh, uh, what was, oh no, what's the other song uh, that he did? Oh man, um, y'all gonna make me lose my mind. I yeah. love that song. Yeah. So, you know, some of these songs that, that, that he had, because he was Grammy, Grammy nominated back in the day, you know, so some of these songs he had, infuse themselves into places like ESPN because they would play it as bumper music, you know, on their show. And, and so, and, you know, made it into movies and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, so his music, you know, ended up transcending his, you know, hometown of Yonkers and, you know, like, just like the little bubble that he had in New York, more people around the country and the world, you know, heard about him because of these things. And, uh, and shoot, he was in, uh, what was that movie? Was it Belly, right? Yeah, him and Nas was in Bel. Yeah, he did yeah. a lot of movies. Romeo Must Die. Oh, Romeo's Must Die. Great. Yeah, my yeah. dad used to love Romeo Must Die. I remember that. Yeah. So, you know, and he was actually a, a, a good actor. Like he wasn't yeah. bad. You know. Yeah. Yeah, he was pretty damn good, man. I thought he was like prime to be the the next next right. action star. He was a yeah. he was because Cradle to the Grave. That was like probably my that and Belly were probably like my favorite. Mm -hmm. X movies, uh, and I thought he did really well in Cradle of the Grave. That one actually, mm -hmm. him and Dragon were in there together. Mm -hmm. uh, dang, he's done some other things too, but those are the two that that really stuck out. You know, yeah. uh, they really kind of showcased his his acting ability. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I, I really love those two. Yeah, man. Yeah, I I remember. You know. You know my dad, like, you know, we already talked about him throwing out my CD on the side of the road in northern Louisiana, but my dad loved, he loved Romeo Must Die. I remember when he said he watched it, and he would, you know, he was like, man, I just watched this Romeo Must Die with DMX, and I can't remember the, uh, Jet Li and Aaliyah. Jet Li, yeah, yeah, and Aaliyah, and he was like, man, it's a good movie, blah, blah, blah. So it was just shocking. I think he might have had the DVD. Like, that's, that's how much he liked it. So, <laughs> that's funny. So, yeah, that's back in the day, funny. but, oh, man. Dang. Yeah, but you know it's it's sad. It's sad. But I'm gonna tell you what, man. Um, that. <laughs> so yeah. So how's it going down? And then and then uh, y'all go. You know, up in here, whatever it's called, y'all gonna make me lose my mind. That song, like like the the instrumental for that song, played for years, like mm -hmm. on on different stuff on TV. Yeah. And I just remember. Um, one of my favorite lines uh, in that in that is uh, 
Whatever, whatever it is that you puffing on that got you thinking that you Superman, I got the kryptonite. Can I smack you in the mic? <laughs> oh, it's always it's funny. funny. And so, like, so, like that, that, that same bar. He was like, "Let's see here." He see, uh, what did he say? Um, he said, uh, "Y'all are characters, not even good actors." Uh, some like, what's gonna be the outcome? Let's add up all the factors. You, you whack, you twisted. Your girl's a hoe. You broke the kid of yours and everybody know your own man say you stupid. You be like, so I love my baby mama. I never let her go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, I, yeah. I'll tell you, man, every time I hear that, like I'd sit there, I'd be like listing off all the things that he was talking about. Um, you know, about whoever this, you know, whoever mm-hmm. this fake dude he was talking about. Yeah. And it, and 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 it always used to just make me laugh. I'm just like, man, it's it's funny because there are people out there that's just like that you know, who just soft like that. And so I was, I, I used to think it was funny, man. He, he made, he made some, some music that was funny and, you know, timely for me for whatever reason. And like you said before, like the energy that he brought to the songs, like the enthusiasm that he brought to any time he was on the mic and really anytime he was like in public around, you know, people either being on TV shows or mm-hmm. whatever, it was. It always seemed like it was very, uh, very. Uh, 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 what's the word when you get when you can be like attached to something? I can't remember what I'm trying to say, but it's always um, authentic. I mean, yeah, definitely authentic. But it just felt. Uh, uh, I, I'll remember it later when the show's off. But it felt like you know you wanted to to see more, hear more, you know, listen more. You wanted to be interested in what. You know he was talking about so yeah man so that's a very sad situation dmx passed away uh, errol mm-hmm. earl simmons you know passed away at age 50 you know which is 50, not too man. much older than us you know yeah yeah man it's yeah. tough we got a lot of a lot of great ones passing mm-hmm. in their 50s man just middle of the you know just hitting the middle of their life but you know mm-hmm. like he had a lot of a lot of heart a lot of hardships in his mm-hmm. life a lot of uh yeah. A lot of things that caused him a lot of stress that made him, uh, I guess, seek out those those uh, drugs that maybe helped him heal a little bit. I'm, yeah. I'm not an addict, so I couldn't tell you what addicts feel, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when they seek out those things. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a, a, a loss, you know, for the... You know, for the hip hop community, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, he he's gonna live on forever. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely, he will, and and his music really will uh, too. So it's it's funny because, or it's not funny. I'm sorry, it's not funny at all. But um, you know, you listen to a lot of his old music, and um, and yeah, man, he talked he talked a lot about you know passing away, like like somebody mm-hmm. dying or. Yep. you know him or whatever uh and yeah man so you know listen to some of his music and then hearing those words i'm like man that's, that's wild but um yeah man so you know we're gonna obviously pay tribute to him uh you know um you know and sending uh some well wishes out to his family uh, i know his ex-wife you know posted a uh you know a heartfelt you know, long letter uh, on her social media mm. so yeah man and yeah sending uh, you know, 
well wishes out to anybody who uh, loved his music uh, out there uh, that's listening. So, yeah, DMX. Yeah, yeah, Roxanne Shantae had a very emotional post, a video post where she, you know, she went into some, some details about some things that she and uh, X, X talked about personally, you know, mm-hmm. just about how uh, it was pretty sad how his mom at a very young age brought him to think it was like a boy's home mm-hmm. or s- s- something like that and just left him there and he didn't even know why wow. she just completely just left him there no reason at all he didn't know what was going on so you know things from from youth so she just of, yeah she just left him there like did yeah. he never see her again uh i don't you know i she didn't go into that part of the store but she just left him there and wow. I don't know for how long, but you know something like that could scar a kid, scar hey, any yeah. person, man. You know for life. So yeah. I'm sure he he had a lot of that in his uh in his mind when he started doing a lot of things at a very young age, especially. Mm-hmm. And then of course you know you got to factor in a whole bunch of things, environment you grow up in, the people you grow up around. Mm-hmm. All that stuff kind of plays a part. And then of course hearing the story about his, you know, one is. I guess an older brother figure in his life mm-hmm. kind of lacing a, a blunt with, with crack and giving it to him and that kind of like pretty much started him, started him down the road of, yeah, of his know, end right? Yeah Dang. pretty much so yeah that's horrible, mean, all, man. That's, all that stuff together man that just that just weighs down so much on him but mm-hmm. you know it's like a double edged sword cause he could take that pain and put it in music and have millions of people feel that but then at the same time it's causing him hurt and pain and having him you know resort to other means yeah. of uh trying to heal himself which is drugs so yeah that's that's wild man um whew, that's tough yeah and it's it's wild because you think about that and you're like you think about uh you know what you think about the 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 friends that your kids, uh, uh, yes, you know, make. And the thing is, like, you can't. This is the thing: parents cannot be around their kids twenty four seven if they're like away at school. And even right now with COVID and with it being like a lot of online school, um, you know, they still have access to you know all those friends from their class. You know, or they or they make connections with people and, you know, for whatever reason. Um, And so, you know, you just got to hope and pray two things that a that your kid can uh, uh, recognize, you know, good and bad people in whatever situation and and, uh, you know, and and situations and try to make sure that they put themselves, you know, in good situations, I guess. Uh, but then also, you know, you just got to hope and pray that those people that are becoming part of their life, you know, stay on the right path rather than not. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if they do fall into dabbling into, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, that's drugs, alcohol, anything like that. You got to, you know, hope and pray that they can find their way out of it at some point. Yeah. And not get addicted, you know. Yeah, man, it's it's easy to uh, to get caught up with the wrong people you know mm-hmm. the people you're thinking you're your who are your friends mm-hmm. 
and they start doing one thing and you want to be belong to that group so you you may start dab dibbling and dabbling in some of the things they they're doing you know yeah. yes indeed yes indeed tough tough situation being a young kid and a teenager these days hell i guess mm-hmm. at any time but you yeah, know. yeah 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 anytime but yeah these days it's definitely different yeah you don't have the same access to your friends like you had before covid and <laughs> you know when you do see them it's like oh my gosh i haven't seen you in forever blah blah, blah. you want to be around them all. like it's yeah it's it's different it's different and yeah i couldn't imagine you know being a preteen or teen at this time um you know and just having to deal with that uh, yeah so it's wild it's wild um you know it's not wild though um getting shots these days mm. it seems to be uh that everybody out there Talk is the town. either getting shots or not getting shots yeah um and everybody has their reasons for mm-hmm. getting and not getting shots uh and i know that we both got our shots this week so uh yeah man you said that you were thinking about something yeah. uh you know when you were getting your shots so you got a little shot story yeah, I mean it's it's just the maybe the uh, the storyteller in my head the mm-hmm. the creative brain that always keeps uh, going in a million different places. Mm-hmm. So so after you get your shots, you have to well for me after we got our shots, we had to go sit down in the the bleachers because this was in a school uh, gymnasium that we that I had to go. I got mine. My wife didn't get hers. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sitting there for my 15 minutes, and then of course I just start thinking about a million things going mm-hmm. going on. I'm like, "Damn, what if we come out with like superpowers with this?" And this, is so, <laughs> this is weird talking about this like right after we talking about tragic ending of you know DMX, but yeah, yeah, you know I'm like, "Damn, what if we come out with superpowers after this?" It's like, "Nah, that's not gonna happen." Then it's then it went into, "Damn, what if they're like doing this so they could like." separate us into like groups like everybody that got Pfizer, Pfizer shot, group yeah. they would have to stay in this one camp what if everybody got Johnson Johnson had to be in this one camp and then everybody that got the the uh, Moderna had to be in this camp mm-hmm. and then the people that don't have any shots they're just like these rogue rebels that the government's gonna be chasing down and making mm-hmm. them take shots yeah, and what if all the kids <laughs> yeah, and then what if all the kids that don't get shots, they're like the next generation where they're doing population control and everybody that got shots are about to be eliminated. So, you know, it's just this weird, you know, the the weird <laughs> hey, movie. The that movie sounds script. like a good movie, though. I know. Honestly. Well, you know, the weird movie script in my head is just like going <laughs> off and firing on, on all synapses and stuff so yeah. it was just it was just weird thinking about all this stuff man and I, I don't know I, I'm sure there's a lot of conspiracy theories about the about the, yeah. uh, the shots and, and whatever and I know there's I know a lot of people that are not getting the shot because they they uh, they think it's um, pretty much just our, our government running trying to control experiment us. Yeah, yeah trying to control us doing experiments on us and then of course there's a lot of black folks not getting it because they're always thinking back to uh what they think the tuskegee experiments were about mm-hmm. and um, oh yeah oh yeah you know so it's it's always that distrust there but you know there's a lot that are getting the the vaccine but yeah i think I you know man i think for good reason the black people could think about that because 
do you remember when uh, they were still developing these shots and they started testing in Africa? Yeah. You know what I'm course. saying? Yeah. Of course, you know. Uh, they were doing testing here, but that was after they started testing on the people of Africa. So, of course, that's going to put something in your mind, especially if you're, you know, one of those people who always walks around with your third eye open and all this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it makes sense, man. Um, and yeah, man, I, I definitely respect anybody who has a decision one way or the other about taking it or not taking it, um, you know, because it's your body, you know. Uh, you know, this is this is when the quote unquote your truth, I think, sort of comes to light. Like, you know, you live your truth. You you this is your body. You take care of your body. Some of this your truth, you know, my truth, all this stuff like that's like truth is truth. Right. But, you know, in this case, it's your body. You know, you're going to have to deal with whatever your body does with this uh, one way or the other. So, you know, you got to you got to respect that for what it is. Yeah. But I, but as you were talking about, you know, all your thoughts uh, uh, going through your head, I was like, you know, what if the two two things like what if first of all, what if they make all the groups fight each other? Moderna versus Pfizer versus Johnson Johnson versus yeah. none. What if it's like a big Hunger Games thing? Yeah, it was like a big Hunger Games. Or what if, you know, yeah, just like that, they like say, okay, each of the groups has to has to pull a champion. And you know, that champion has to fight the other champions uh, in a death match and whoever wins, you know, whoever is like, I guess whichever champion dies first, their group is eliminated and they like do that every year. <laughs> sort of like the Hunger Games, you know, but like this time, like, you know, it's less of a, less of a, we're picking a random tribute. It's yeah. like, you know, the group gets to pick the champion, you know, to go to fight. So. Have you seen know, Battle Royale? Yeah, yeah, man. I remember you. you, you oh, yeah. That. that was a great did, movie. Yeah, yeah. It's like, let's put all the Pfizer people on one island. Mm-hmm. And we already gave them this shot with this little bit of nanotechnology in their arm mm-hmm. that's really an explosive. And, uh, if they try to escape, we'll just explode them. But now they have to fight each other. Yeah. And whoever's last standing is the <laughs> the champion. Yeah, 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 man. That's, uh... <laughs> and we'll have to fight the Johnson & Johnson champion. That, and, and that makes you... Th- and, and of course, if you go rogue, they could just blow you up, right? Yeah. Um, that makes me sort of freaked out now. <laughs> Sorry. So I got half that nanotech <laughs> in my body, you know? Um... The second part is to activate the nanotech. Oh, dang. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Just check that, man. I got that, like, coming up, like, not long before your birthday. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. You know, it's 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 just uh, one of those one of those things that you think about, but you don't think about. But then again if you want to get back to regular life because like you think about this man a year ago at this time we didn't even know what the heck was gonna happen you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah. we know we you know we know what was going to like honest in all honesty i was like okay this stuff is probably gonna get taken care of by summertime last nah, year and then either. it was like it was like nope total lockdown you know? yeah so yeah lockdown 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 so no, nah, it, it it it's it's interesting, man. But you know, you think about stuff like that, and you just say, you know, if you wanted to get to some kind of normalcy again, a, as the world starts to reopen, as America's states start to reopen, and 
let down their uh, their guard on the on the masking requirements. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you get the shot and you feel better about everything, or you don't get the shot and you just take your chances. You know, it's whatever. Um, I guess. But I was thinking about this, and I was talking to somebody at the barbecue competition yesterday about this. Was like, man. I'm fine with wearing a mask. I don't care because I don't yeah, like to breathe I'm, other people's cool. breath anyway. I'm I'm, cool. I'm a germaphobe like that, and like you know, I like wash my hands. I like sanitize my hands like 400 times yesterday uh, during this thing, and and you know, I even before the whole Corona thing, like I would be trying to find my way to not be in somebody's breath path. You know what I'm saying? To not try to smell their breath. Mm-hmm. So you know, I. Um, yeah, I, I I definitely I definitely would uh, you know would not want to. Uh, I mean, I would definitely be wearing a mask one way or the other. You know, if I had to sit there and smell people's breath, so I'm cool with that. And it would, you know, this is the thing, man. Before COVID, before all that, you know, we had SARS and we had other, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, national or international, you know, uh, uh, scares. Yeah. And things that went really bad, obviously. And anytime you saw a person from Asia, specifically in the airport, on a plane, at a Disney on. World, or at any other kind of big event, they had a medical mask on. And people would look at them weird. Mm-hmm. I would look at them weird. I'll be honest. I'll look at them weird. I'll be like, why are they wearing a mask? You know? But but when in the back of my head, I would think, hey, they ain't got to smell anybody's breath. They're going to be safe from a potential you know, uh, 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 Germs you know, sickness yeah. and they're not giving us their sick. So, I mean, Hey, if they have it, so, Hey, I'm down with it. Whatever, man, I don't care. Walk around, do your thing. So now that we have that requirement and it's, you know, become quote unquote fashionable, I'm cool with it. I'll totally wear it. I'm, I'll wear a mask as long as I, as long as I yeah. need to. Yeah. I'm not scared. For sure. So, yeah. So that's why I'm in. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't particularly think about that when I got my shot. I was just sitting there like, okay, I, I told when I when I rolled up there, because this was like a drive-through shot place. So I, I asked the lady, I was like, hey, can you just squeeze my arm real hard and give me the shot? She's like, oh yeah, squeeze your arm. I was like, yeah. As soon as she finished that, she's like, I'm done. She didn't even squeeze my arm. I was like, what? Yeah. So it was over. We all went and had to wait and sit. And um, it was just and you know, we had to wait the 15 minute type of thing too. But it was just weird because I don't know about your place, but at our place it was like a big parking lot with ten lines of cars, you know, mm. and uh, and uh, and it's like the county, you know, vaccine place. Right. And they were like, you know, I guess Army National Guard or something like that, walking around all over the place, you know, just trying to help out or keep the peace. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's up, Chocolate Body? Chocolate Body just popped into the frame. But uh, but. But, you know, I just thought it was a little weird, uh, you know, having these Army National Guards walking around. And it was like, just like you said, it was almost like a, uh, a controlled, like, state thing. <laughs> what you need, man? <laughs> What's he talking about? Go get, you, go get your food. Go get your bacon. Uh, I already have bacon. All right, close the door. <laughs> Do you want any? No. Thank you. Already had bacon. Do you want any? The answer's always yes. Yeah, I I'll get some later. I had some nice big bowl of frosted crack this morning. Nice. So, you know. 
Yeah. You know what? Speaking of bacon, I know this is way off the topic of, of shots, but hey. I, have a, I have a really good idea for a, a, a Hooks Rub t-shirt, so I might have to talk to you about that. Okay. Um, to talk to you about that. But, yeah, man, I, I didn't have the thoughts of the, the takeover. It was weird that they had, you know, National Guard sort of everywhere, like, walking up and oh, down. Damn. It reminds you, it reminds you of some of those movies, you know, that, that, you know, people are being controlled or there's some kind of camp, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, yeah, but, but, yeah, it was fine. Did, did you have any uh, negative effects to your shot? No, I mean, my arm is sore this morning, but like, I, I go for allergy shots every month, so mm-hmm. I'm used to getting shots in the arm and having a little soreness, but nothing, uh, nothing crazy yet, so. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I had a sore arm the next day, and I felt like I had bubble guts all day long the next day. <laughs> like, I felt I needed to go, like, take a dump or fart or whatever, and none of that had. Like, I didn't need to at all, but it was just like it was working itself through my body, um, but I felt fine after that. Um, yeah, so we'll see, man. We'll see. My, my second shot's coming up uh, in a few weeks, so I got Moderna. You got the Pfizer, so. Yeah, you're going to have to face off in we the We have to fight battle. each other. In the battle royale, it's gonna be a big gladiator stadium. Yeah, it's gonna be like like Thor and and uh, and the Hulk. Yeah, I, we know each other. <laughs> He's a friend from the podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, funny. Yeah. Anyway, oh man, that that would be wild though. That would be wild. Yeah. But Who would you yeah. want as your superhero if you had to have? Or either superhero or like regular person. I guess maybe we could do two different. Who would you want as the champion for your group? Uh, like you think anybody in the world, and like let's just say that they may got as well the say the Rock. Yeah, let's just go with the Rock. Let's go with the the actual Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, but like I don't know, the Rock's big and strong, but can he fight though? Like he, he can fight on movies. He was really good fake fighting. Yeah, B Rob. I know you don't think wrestling is real. I mean, I know you think wrestling is real, but it's fake, dog. Now you know it's fake. Anyway, he was good at fake fighting, but he's is he really good at real okay, fighting? So, okay, so okay, so let's let's do this. No, you got the I'll, rock. It's too late. Okay, you already played okay, your card. I got the rock. All right, you, go you for it. You put down your Uno card and you pick your hand yeah. up. It's too late. Hey, maybe I got to draw four. <laughs> <laughs> you got to draw four at the end of the game. You so nobody back can to win me. after that. <laughs> reverse back to me. Oh man. Well, I'm putting down my skip card and I'm okay. put my draw two. While you draw two, I'm gonna draw four, change the color, and then I'm gonna win again. No, um, uh, let's see. Oh wow, that's a good one though. That, I mean, hey, that's a good pick. Like the Rock is like big, like you know, muscle bound man. I'm trying to think if I had someone who I wanted to be, uh, I wanted to be my champion. You know what? I'd probably go with Floyd Mayweather because dude ain't never lost a fight. <laughs> he ain't never lost a fight. He might he might sit there and drag out a fight forever. He might sit there and like you know like do little jabs and cut you and 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 you know then come come with the okie doke and like hit you and knock you down. But he never lost a fight. So I go with Money Mayweather. Money. I don't know, man. Has he ever? How many times has he won by knockout? I don't know, but he won by technical knockout, so still he win. <laughs> That's a W. Hey, it's this 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 would be a fight to the death, not a fight to the teeth for the judges to decide. <laughs> hey, you know what? This is the thing. I got money on Mayweather because what will happen? 
he would make he would he would fight his opponent. He would make his opponent like so tired. His opponent would be like, ah, oh, I give up. Then the nanotechnology would kick in and they would die. It would blow up. That's why I got money Maybe. on money. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. All right, well, what about what about an actual superhero? What about an actual, uh, super, hell. actual superhero? Let's just go with Superman. Like almost, that's like basically the best superhero out there. Yeah. Dang. I just go with Superman. Um, wow. Um, I don't think anybody else, uh, unless you, well, 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 hold on. I would say, I would say, Deadpool wielding the Infinity Gauntlet. That's, that's just destruction for. Well, here's the thing about that. Everybody would die because he is very careless. <laughs> he would not care. Okay, maybe not. See, I was about, it, I I was about to say I was about to say Jean Grey. Ooh, yeah, that'd be good. Uh, yeah. Uh, it would be either them two, Deadpool or Jean Grey. Yeah, that was that was stupid, but I already played my card too. So yeah, I can't I yeah. can't pull back Deadpool. Then again, you know, I'm <laughs> everybody's dead with Deadpool. everybody's dead. Deadpool's the only one who stays alive because he could like you know regenerate Regen- yeah. whatever parts of his body that are still alive. So yeah, he would he would be the only one. Dang it, that was a bad choice. <laughs> it would have been a good put choice if I didn't say Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good choice. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, but like if you well, think about any superhero that could like read whatever, generate, you know, or I don't know, heal themselves, whatever, that's the only ones that I that for some reason were in my mind mm-hmm. that might be a good option. So let's so, say you come out the second shot and then you get a superpower. What superpower would you want? Ooh, wow. It's like everybody's getting superpowers. Wow. I would want wow. What would your name be? I would want the... Is teleportation a superpower? Yes, definitely is. I would want I would want the superpower to be able to teleport anywhere in the world in an instant. I think about it and it happens. Bam, just like that, you know? Um, wow, what would my superhero name be? Um, <laughs> and I mean, on, on top of the teleportation, I'd, I'd have super strength because you gotta have super strength, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, got that got that muscle, can leap tall buildings with one single bound. You know all that stuff. Uh, so let's see here. What would a good super superhero name be for somebody who can teleport anywhere? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a single name. I'm trying to think of a good single name. Uh, 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 uh. The Vanisher. The Vanisher. Or the Appearer. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say Mr. Vanish. Mr. Vanish. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. How about you? I was going to say teleportation as well. I mean, it's like oh, really? the okay. only way to go. Um, yeah. That or mind, mind control. But Ooh. I think with mind control... I think I'd probably get a little, uh, I'm a good person, man. I'd probably end up corrupting myself. And feel be, bad and about probably, it. Yeah, I'd probably feel bad about doing some of these things. 
So, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think I'll stick with teleportation as well. Okay, okay. Yeah. And let's extend that question out to everybody out there. Yes. J. Del Negro. What your superhero power would be. Give us a call if you got the the shots. Get them shots. And then you're going to come out of there with a superpower. B-Rob, Wulong, everybody. Let us know what your superpower would be. I'd have the power of Bruce Wayne. Infinity Bank Nigel. account. Yeah. Yeah. John. John Effect. I want to know what your superpower would be. Mm. He already has the ability to post some hilarious memes as yes. show titles. I think it's yes. pretty funny. Yes. But no. Uh, yeah, man. I it, that, that would be that would be interesting. Okay. So <laughs> if you had the power of teleportation, like what are what are some places that you would go like first? Where would you go first? First. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, where would I go first? I would probably travel to some wonder of the world. Maybe travel to a remote island. Uh, inside a bank vault. Give me some cash. Um, inside the Nike headquarters. Let me give me some Nike shoes. Mm-hmm. Maybe Michael Jordan's uh, go to those closet. shops. I don't think I visit the sweatshop because I might release everybody. Yeah. Well, yeah, let me go do that and release everybody because I'm a fairly decent person. I'm a good person. But uh you but know you after after them. they'd have, <laughs> after they'd make me a specific size fourteen because nobody ever carries a size fourteen. So Oh man, you're right about that. Yeah. So make me a size fourteen in all the early Jordans. I'll Dang. take those okay. and then uh, then I'll let you guys go. Wow, and, uh, and then we'll all teleport to whatever bank's bank vault that's in your country. I'll each hook y'all up with a lifetime amount of money that'll get y'all uh, settled up for the rest of your life. Nice. And uh, yeah. So so anybody so how would you teleport everybody else? Would you like like anybody Actually, could touch you could teleport? Yeah, if they if they like touch me, they travel with me. That's cool. I like that. That's. I, I, but then at I the like same that. time, you know, everybody else would have their own superpowers too, if they were getting vaccinated. They got the shot. If they didn't yeah. get the shot, you just yeah. sitting there out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like maybe they could magically uh create something in their mind so they wouldn't have to be in a sweatshop. They could mm-hmm. just have a clone in a sweatshop, or they could manifest a shoe right from their mind, mm-hmm. and then they wouldn't be sweating. That's interesting. That's cool. I like that. Uh, I'm trying to think, man. First place, first place I go, I go and visit all my family members wherever they are. I would oh, just uh, yeah. go and pop pop in on them wherever. I'd be like, you know, I hang out for the day, and I'd be like, I'll be back tomorrow. Don't worry. <laughs> go hang out with somebody else for a little bit, or I'll be back in a couple days. You know, something like that. Um, so I would do that probably as the first thing. The next thing. Yeah, I would go to Tropical Island, chill out. I would, you know, pop into some other random places around the world. I'd put on a spacesuit and go go teleport to the moon just to see what it's like up there. Mm, that's you know? cool. And then I'd teleport back home because I'd be like, they ain't got no gravity and I feel like I'm about to jump into space. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, I think, I think the ability to go see some family members and then, you know, pop around wherever in the world in an instant would be dope and especially if you have it where you know anybody that 
touches you or you touch mm-hmm. at the same time you teleport can go with you like that would be yeah. pretty dope have you ever seen that movie jumper oh. where the guy had the the kid had the ability to teleport to wherever he wanted and there was only like so many people in the world that could do that mm-hmm. and then Sam, i think it was samuel jackson kind of led this team of government workers that investigates people like that was it samuel L. jackson Might i been. didn't I didn't see it, but I remember it. I remember yeah. when the movie came out back in the day. So I'm thinking, if all these people that got these shots get superpowers, you think the government has a task force to keep them uh, in line mm-hmm. in that bay without using their uh, their powers? And then what if they had their own uh, special force of superpowered task workers? Maybe they're all like Superman. They could all have super strength, mm-hmm. super fast, could fly to any part of the world where somebody's causing chaos with their superpower. Mm. All this, uh, this stuff, man, need to put this into a, a script and get it made. Let's make you know? a movie. Make a little mini movie. Maybe. I don't know. Probably make, quick. A, <laughs> make a Make an animated film. We ain't got real people to put in it right now. Yeah, true. True did. Animated. That would be cool. That would be cool. That might be interesting. But then they could be in the movie Jumper while wearing jumpers. Mm. Yes. Yes. Jumpers. All in one. Jumpers and jumper. One piece outfit. Everyone in the movie has one on. They're all different styles. Some with open legs. What's that that outfit that, (laughs) that we used to talk about? couple years ago is it the mankini what is it no uh, man no 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 the male it was like a romp romp him romper romper rompims yeah rompers and rompims <laughs> the man romper you know <laughs> i think that's who dmx was talking about in the song the dudes who wear the man rompers you know there you, go. There you, you go. wacky twisted your girl's a hoe you broke the kid and yours and everybody know you know like that's the yeah. guy he's wearing a romper those guys always wear romp him <laughs> and they sit out they they take those Instagram influencer shots like on the deck of a boat that's actually docked, but they don't show that side. They show the water behind them. Mm. Like, I'm out here on this boat. Just living my life. Living my best life. Drinking this drink with my romp him on. Living my best life. Living my truth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Live every day like it's your last. Oh, man. So there's there's a couple things that apparently are things that I just barely learned about. And I think one of them I learned about from um, the uh, Don't Judge Me podcast. I think they were talking about FOMO is a thing. So you know there was like YOLO, mm-hmm. right? So now FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah. Right? People yeah. nowadays have the fear of missing out. And honestly, you know, it's funny because I was doing um, some research on on uh, like how to how to write uh, uh, what is it like how to write um, some copy on the hooks rubs and spices webpage to get people to want to sign up for your email list and then also what you want to put in that first email that people get right so they were so one of the concepts they you know they were talking about in like this top 10 concepts was FOMO, fear of missing out, you know, 
Uh, there's a big category of people from teens to like mid to late 30s who have that fear of missing out on something. And if you put, if you write your copy in a way that makes them think they're going to miss something great, like a good deal, good recipes, something, you know, something like that, then, you know, you'll have a higher percentage of people sign up for your mailing list, whether you give them something or not, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and in my mailing list, I do. So if you sign up on the hooksrub.com page to join the mailing list, we'll send you an email for it with a discount on your first order. So just remember that people out there. And then also, you know, we'll send you one email with that discount code and, uh, and just a little bit about it. <clears throat> now, um, anyway, so yeah, I thought the fear of missing out was an interesting one. And I didn't think about that, but I mean, it makes sense. Like if you think about it, you know, you think about something that somebody gives like, like, you know, like say like you, like if you told me you just got the new uh, uh, Xbox, you told me how, mm -hmm. how good you loved it, you know, how the game's like so much crystal clear and all this stuff. I'd be like, dang, I think I need to get one of them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Fear of missing yeah. out. Yeah. Missing it's, out. A, it's the same. It goes back to being like a kid. I could, like we were, I was talking about Jordans earlier. Mm -hmm. I could remember my friends, a couple of my friends getting some Jordans and it was like, damn, I think I'm missing out. I mean, of course, those words didn't come into my head, but that feeling oh, yeah. of, uh, they got it. I think I need it too. Yes, so, indeed. you know, then it sends you on that that long road of uh, having to 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 be with be with the crowd, the end mm -hmm. crowd. So, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, man. And speaking of Jordans, uh, one of my sneakerhead friends, we're gonna get him on the show here real soon. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna meet up with him like next week, and we're gonna talk about some time to get him on the show. Um, cool. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, and if you see his sneaker collection, you definitely would have the fear of missing out for sure. Um, so yeah, that's 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 cool. Yeah, and that makes sense. Uh, so there's a fear of missing out, right? And then the other thing I, I heard this week was somebody talked about like normalizing something, like normalize normalize a certain like action or 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 thought process in life right now. So there was some. Uh, uh, who is it? I can't remember what actress it is. Maybe it's the actress from um, Fifty Shades of Grey, the lead mm -hmm. actress. I think maybe it was her. Maybe it was somebody else. She's talking about normalizing vibrators, right? Mm. Okay. Making vibrators not like seen as a sex toy, but seen as like, you know, like 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 you could just go to Walmart and like just find it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like in the like in the in the you know, like on the shelf, like next to the vitamins or something like that, or next next to, <laughs> next to the Cheetos. You know what I'm saying? Like so, like normalizing certain things in life. It's just a Cheetah vibrator, right? Exactly to make them not. Oh man, I just <laughs> would it be the crunchy ones or would it be the puffs? <laughs> be the hot and spicy. Which one? Which one would you prefer? Would you prefer this uh, flaming hot Chester Cheetah, Chester Cheeto, Chester Cheetah vibrators? <laughs> uh, or would you get the puffs? Would you get the ones that are simply, simply uh, just cheese, and uh, you know, like the simply made ones that are baked? Or would you get the crunchy ones? Yeah, jalapeno infused. <laughs> Spicy. Anyway. Um, <laughs> 
you know, just normalizing things, like I guess to take a stigma off things. Yeah. And I think yeah, I yeah. think there are some things that do need to be normalized, like that, like that definitely makes sense. Uh, you know, there, <coughs> there does need to be some things that are are normalized, um, but there are some things that we don't necessarily need to normalize. Like there's some things that just need to stay where they are, stay in their own lane, and not make it into, you know. The freeway where everybody else is, you know, stay stay on the stay on the feeder road like you're supposed to. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't I know. You. Well, do you? So can you think of something that you would normalize that may have some kind of stigma on it right now, or leaving its own lane? Whatever. Uh, oh man. Uh, wow. Sounds bad. Nipples on TV. Normalize or not? Normalize man. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, I mean, to be honest, um, to be honest, I think I think America, you know, our country has uh, a stigma against, uh, you know, a stigma against, um, you know, against that, against sexuality and nudity and, and stuff like that in mainstream, whereas I know there's other countries that don't. So... Yeah. I mean, I get that. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes like, sense. I could show this this man's chest and butt on a regular TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all day long. It comes, yeah, all day long. When it comes with a, a a woman, it's like, oh no, that's that's off limits. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too too sexual. Yeah, yeah. It's too Male sexual. nipples versus female nipples. It's the same thing. Just one like leaks milk. Uh, I guess. Um, uh, one is one is made for babies, and one is made for just being on somebody's body. Yeah, look, why do men need nipples? I don't know, but it would look really weird if men didn't have nipples. Like from the beginning, of the beginning of time, if they didn't have nipples, then it'd be different. But now, if you just think about, like, you think about your boy, The Rock, that you talked about earlier. What if he just had a it was just a smooth a bear, muscle. Bear Samoan style chest, like with nothing yeah. else, just smooth muscle. That's interesting. Like, honestly, honestly, you could think about it because, like, think about He Man back in the day. Yeah. Like, all those little characters, none of them had nipples. Mm-mm. It's just a smooth, muscular chest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pause. Pause. <laughs> that smooth, muscular chest. Wow. Yeah, I think that that, you know, that I, hey, I get it. That That's not a bad one to normalize, I guess, you know. Um, it would definitely take a stigma out of it. And and honestly, you know, I've, I've been in situations where I've seen, uh, you know, people breastfeeding, you know, the women breastfeeding their kids, mm-hmm. like, in public. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they do it discreetly and stuff like that. And I mean, it's it's whatever, man. I mean, I'm, I'm all for... You know, uh, uh, moms, you know, having the ability to do that. I mean, both my kids were uh, yes. breastfed and, you know, it's good for the kids. So, you know, that's fine. And I think that has become more normal, honestly, over the past, like, mm-hmm. 10 years or so. Um, seeing that and people not totally balking at it. Uh, wow. Well, yeah. So normalize. Yeah. So I'd be interested to hear what people out there in the world want to normalize, you know, or keep in their own lane. You know, there's some stuff that, that just needs to. Stay right where it is, and we never need to hear about it outside of where it actually is. Hmm. Trying yeah. to think, what else? Is there anything else? I mean, I'm not gonna normalize 
the mankini. You know what I'm saying? But <clears throat> there are people out there who would want to normalize it. Yeah, man. So, I say leave that like, where it is. It's like how how often do we go to the beach? You know, I I joked and and said uh, next next time I go to the beach, you know, with my brother-in-law, we're gonna have mankini. Bruh. Ball, balls out all about mm. you know I don't, I don't <laughs> we're just we're just joking obviously we're not gonna do it but it's just jokes just jokes people yeah if I do you'll see a picture of it or maybe <laughs> I I will let you do that and not want to look at the picture just let me know to not look at the picture and I won't look at it I'll be it's, fine it's leopard print Oh, you even have maybe print. Wow, I'm trying to think. Um, (laughs) Or zebra, zebra stripes. Zebra stripes. Zebra stripes could work. I would go. I would go with giraffe spots. Giraffe spots. Like like with giraffe fur, because like giraffe fur isn't like big and fluffy. It's like sort Mm. of like close to the body. What if I had a lion's mane? Just the lion's mane on. Would you have a tail too, with little little puffball at the end of it? Yeah, the tail would like wrap around the top of my body and come kind of like a strap. Uh, oh yeah. man! Wow. That could work. That could that could really work. Wow, a lion's mane. Mm-hmm. That would be horrible lion's, to see. Lion's mane, mankinis. Yeah, I'm. I'm not trying to see that. Brought to you by the hashtag Blackout Podcast. It'll be in our store next if, summer. If we normalize that, though, I mean anybody can, anybody can, can wear that. That would be fine. Yeah. Lions main mankini. You know what's so funny? So the game I play, PUBG. Uh, there's uh, one of the one of the costumes that you could buy during one of their seasons was, uh, uh, you know, was a lion like a lion's outfit like it was like I think what was it it was different yeah it was different animal outfits and yeah one of them was a lion outfit so yeah there were people running around and you know they just had like a lion costume on you know like those like those uh, uh, Halloween onesies that you could buy at Walmart Mm -hmm. or like the whole like animal outfit that's what it was and they'd have big lions made so you know you're in the game and you know you have like a like a like a sniper rifle and you're just like sitting there like scoping across the map and you could like see this big old lion, lion's mane afro running across so it was easy to shoot those people because mm, <laughs> they were easy to see you know what I'm saying um, but yeah that lion's mane that mm-hmm. is funny wow alright well um, do we have anything else I don't have anything else no no uh, you know what uh I can't remember if we talked about it, but there was something going on on the internet this week about uh, on Twitter, uh-huh. like bi- bi- biopics. Like everybody's having a biopic now. Oh, yeah. So they're like, if you had one, who would you want to play your character, and who would you mm-hmm. want your parent? Who? What actors would you want your to play your ca- your parents? Yeah, did I say that right? Yeah. Ooh, what actors play your parents? And what actor to play you? That's a good one. I can't. Wow. Like, hmm. So I, I thought of somebody for my dad. Uh, let me think of who I would have my mom. 
Let's see here. So you know what? This might be weird, but I would have Robin Harris be my dad. Oh, nice. Okay. And then Sherry Headley to play my mom. So you know, uh, what's her name from? Or or if it wasn't Sherry Headley, it would be. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I had somebody else in mind, but I just it just slipped my mind. So that's who I'd probably go with. I think for my parents. Um, and to play me. Hmm. To play me. Uh, I mean, I think I'm like a living, breathing, spitting image of Michael B. Jordan. So I would definitely. Have to play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Who's- the actor from from Snowfall, uh, what's his name? Uh, Let's see here. Dam- Damson Idris. I think he could probably play you. I mean, it's, it's, it's not the exact. Same you say Idris you Elba? Is that what you said? No, well, A young no. Idris Elba. That's what you just said. I heard. That. Yeah, yeah, Idris Elba. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I see that dude. I mean, he don't look like he's me, a good. He's a, he doesn't look like you, but he's a, he's a darn good actor i'll take that that's fine i could see him i'll take i'll I'll be i'll take lorenz tate back when all the girls loved him (laughs) no that's fine nah um damson idris Hmm. i don't know that that's that's all i could think of right now what what about you man who would you have playing your biopic huh that's a good I I didn't even I had it you in my head thought about it but you didn't think about it huh? I thought about it but I didn't think about it in my head I'm thinking hey Ice Cube son could probably play me mm, okay yeah yeah I can't think of anybody else though uh Common com, yeah, uh, Young, Younger yeah. Common with hair Younger Common with hair okay mm-hmm. that's cool I, I'll take that Younger Conway. Yeah, that, that, that could work. That could work too. And he's not a bad actor too. So. <clears throat> no, he's not. He's not a bad actor. Um, as far as my parents, if, uh, oh man, if this guy was still alive, um, oh, how come I can't think his name? It just popped in my head. But he was in, he was very, he was a tap dancer as well. Uh, he started in tap with, you know, a young Savion Glover. Uh, why can't I remember his name? And it just popped in my head. Gregory Hines. There you go, Gregory Hines. Why oh, couldn't okay. I think of Gregory Hines? I would, I would have Gregory Hines play my dad in the '80s, my '80s dad. And probably now I would have Morgan Freeman play my, my dad now. Okay. Now my mom, on the other hand, I would think hmm, uh shucks. What is this lady's name? I got it. I got her. She, she played the mom in the PJs. <laughs> the uh the animated series. Um what was her name? What was her name? Loretta Devine. It's Loretta Devine? Let me see. Let me make sure. Yeah, Loretta <laughs> Devine. There you go. I think the way I, I see her acting is the way I kind of sort of see my, how my mom plays or how my mom, you know, is 
yeah. in real life. So those two. So Loretta Devine and uh, Greg, Gregory Hines slash Morgan Freeman. Dang. Okay. That'd okay. be funny. I don't know who would play my brother. Um, shucks. Probably older Ice Cube. Yeah. Yeah. Ice Cube, Ice Cube. I'd say my mom right now would be Felicia Rasad if I did a my mom. Oh right yeah, now. I could see that. Um, <clears throat> and maybe even back in Cosby days too, actually. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, uh, and then um, wow, yeah. So my brother and sister, who <laughs> who was the guy who played? Who's the guy who played Biggie uh, in? Uh, oh, uh, in the the movie. Um, mm-hmm. Shut. Let's see here, Biggie Small movie actor. What's that dude's name? Uh, Notorious. Jamal Woodlard. There you go. Jamal Woodlard. So, he sort of of has a little bit. Yeah. Sort of has a little bit of Jordan on him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Let's see here. Where did I just go? So, I need to go back one. So, and then I'm trying to think of my sister. Ultra talented. Has a little bit of an edge to her if you if you catch her on the wrong day. I'm trying to think. Wow. Hmm. I don't know, man. I'm trying to think of a good one for Jasmine. Uh maybe. Who's that girl that played in uh uh what was that show? Let me see, hold on. I got it right here. Countess Vaughn. Countess Vaughn. She played in Moesha and Monique show. And she's pretty, she's pretty talented actress and singer. I don't know about Cake Baker. Uh, Countess Vaughn. Let's see what she is. Who is this? Oh, yeah. Okay, I remember her. I remember her. That might work. Like the current version of Countess Vaughn? It's possible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It'd be a really weird mixed up movie with a, <laughs> a bunch yeah. of a bunch of actors that are uh, as long as it's not Monique. Oh man, no, not Monique. <laughs> not Monique. Hmm. Wow. All right, that's cool. We'll take that. We'll take that. There you go. Um, That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So that's that's interesting. Yeah, man. Uh, you know. Are people out there in England, Wulong Talks, who would play you and your family in the biopic? I'd want to know. And all the rest of our people here. Uh, yes, a shout out to Wulong Talks. Uh, I know they may be grieving Prince Philip's passing this week. I don't even know if they care one way or the other. But um, I know that, I know that, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember uh, what their thought is about the royal family. I know that, uh, I don't know. But, um, Shout out to them. I, I heard one of their episodes this week, and I guess they changed to a new app called like the Stereo app or something like that. So it's like live in stereo. So they did like oh, a reset. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. They, they sort of did a reset and reintroduction of themselves and, you know, just sort of talked about like their childhood, um, you know, love of movies and games and stuff like that and sort of what brought them uh, to where they are now uh, as friends and podcasters and the shows that they do. So thought it was pretty interesting. They were taking me back with some of those so those toys and shows like G.I. Joe and, and uh, you know, uh, Transformers, stuff like that that they mm-hmm. were talking about. So, yeah, so uh, shout out to them. And we were on one of their episodes recently, so go check it out. Yes, definitely check it out. Blacking out with us and them. So, yeah, man, but other than that, I think that's all I got, man. 
That's all I got too for this That's week. Yeah. Well. we'll think of some more shenanigans and other wildly entertaining uh, mm-hmm. topics like yes. the lion's mane mankini and uh, why men have nipples mankini mankini yeah. normalize the mankini the man bun's already normalized you know salt bay's out there dropping salt on everything with his little man mm-hmm. bun True, true that. Why not drop the salt with the mankini on? Yeah. Sp- sprinkle your little salt everywhere. <laughs> sprinkle it. Seed nut. Oh, man. All right. Well, why don't you go ahead and tell the people where they can find us? Okay. All right, people. Hit us up Twitter, Instagram, hashtag blackoutpod. Do a search for uh, for us, hashtag Blackout Podcast on your Googles, and you'll probably get a long list of places that you'll see our podcast featured on. Just check mm-hmm. out your favorite one and most definitely hit up iTunes, leave us a little little review. I'm not sure if there's any other place you could leave reviews, but iTunes is probably the most popular one, so you could leave us a review, five stars, whatever you want, let us know. Or you could just email us topics or email us review, you know, whatever you want to to something or another mm-hmm. yeah just email us hashtag blackoutpod at gmail.com uh, or you can give us a call 3853-BLAKPC or 385-325-2572 that's where you could call us let us know what your superpower is going to be after you get this vaccination shot mm-hmm. and uh, while you're doing that you can go ahead and hit up hooksrubs.com or etsy.com hit slash it. shop Slash hooks rubs and spices so you can spice up your arm after you get that that shot. Then right after you spice up your arm, you can go spice up your food, throw something on the grill. Hit and, it. Uh, you know, steak, choco taco, whatever you want. Choco taco. Yeah, and uh, to add to that, so yeah, like I said before, hop on hooksrub.com, sign up for the mailing list. Um, you'll be first to know about any new posts we do and lately uh, what we've been doing, uh, what I'm going to start is the uh, Hooks Rub Thirsty Thursday post. Every Thursday I'm going to create a drink with uh, a drink uh, that has been inspired by our seasoning flavors or have something on it including our seasoning flavors and this week we had the Prickly Cow Prickly Mm. Pear TX whiskey, some Topo Chico soda water, and some Mad Cow seasoning, and it was delicious. So, follow along, people. Make some drinks, make some meat, rub your meat. Sprinkle stuff all over it. Yes, indeed. Get it hot and spicy. Yes, indeed. (laughs) And on that meat rubbing note, 